0: Hey there. Thanks for choosing the Accidental Care Partners podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Brady Purcell, and today's show is a little different than our usual. So I'd like to offer a word of explanation about episode four, which is packed full of information and tips for creating the Essential Caregiving Toolkit. I have broken the full-length 35-minute podcast into 10 excerpts, beginning with episode 4A and ending with episode 4H. If you have time to listen to the full-length version, simply go to your podcast platform and look at the list of episodes and choose episode 4. But if you wish to listen to episode 4 through all of the shorter selections, then just continue listening here. I do recommend that you listen to all 10 in the order they are listed so that you get all the valuable information you will need to build your essential caregiving toolkit. This short selection, titled Episode 4F1, is the sixth excerpt and it contains the section Helpful Resources for your toolkit. This can be very helpful if you are just getting started in the caregiving role. If you've been at it for a while, then you may have ideas that I can add to this as we go along. And I would love to hear from you at our Podcast 2020 at gmail.com email. So I'm going to actually break down the resource section into three parts because there's a lot of good information here. And I don't want to overwhelm you. The first part of episode 4F starts with the 911 services that are available to you and then we'll discuss the appointment management, medication management tools, and timers. I've started with a brief overview about when to call the non-emergency 911 versus when to call emergency 911. If your loved one has fallen or slipped out of the chair and you can't get him up, then you can call the non-emergency 911. When the operator answers, you would simply say, this is not an emergency, but I need help getting my care receiver off the floor. They will ask you some questions and make sure that it truly is a non-emergency, but then they will send help for you so that you can actually get your loved one up. If, in the event of the fall, your care receiver has bumped his head or scraped his knees or elbows and is bleeding, then they might go ahead and want to send the paramedics out just to make sure there are no other serious effects of the fall. But the most important thing is to know that you do have help available to you, especially if you live in rural areas and there's no family member nearby and your care receiver takes a fall or slips out of his chair and you need help but you don't need medical help, then this is the place to turn. And the other resource that I'm going to talk about here is the appointment calendar that I spoke about way back in mini episode 4a. This is so important that I decided to include it in both many episodes. This is something you should have in your toolkit, the front of your binder, so that you keep all standing appointments on the same calendar. And you can keep your medical appointments as well as those of your care receiver. You can keep your standing appointments as well as those of your care receiver so that you just have a comprehensive calendar and you know what is going on with both of you at any given time. Now, the next excerpt will be how you're going to manage the medications. And I did talk a little bit about this when I introduced the medication and pharmacy section of the binder. But you have several options regarding medication management. And they include your medication planners, your pill boxes, or you can even have the medication bubble wrap by your local pharmacy. Some pharmacies charge a fee for this, others don't. So you'll need to check with your pharmacy to see about that. But that can be a very safe way, especially if you have any issues about other people wanting to borrow medication. This is one way that you can make sure all medications are accounted for. If you choose to use the med planners or the pill boxes, you can find a, a huge assortment Um just about anywhere you can find them at your dollar store at your local pharmacy or at any of your big retail stores or even online so just look through your options and pick the one that best meets your need but when you're giving out medications especially if you have multiple times per day then you're going to need a timer and you'll most likely not have to purchase a timer because i've discovered they're everywhere we have egg timers kitchen timers, oven or microwave timers. We have alarm clocks, we have cell phones, and we have smart watches. So anything that will remind you that it is time to give out the next dose of medication will work fine. So I just wanted to bring these things to you because sometimes it gets complicated when you're trying to remember and have the dosing at the same time every day. So these are... Just tools to help you, especially if you're just getting started. Next time, I will talk about Section 4F2, which are all about headphones. See you there.